We've got who could be the next Ward 3 Alderman for the city of Springfield joining us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop, and welcome in Roy Williams Jr. Roy, thanks for taking time with us this morning. How are you? I'm doing fine. Good morning. Good morning. So uh, if, if you're not familiar, we do the council roundup each and every uh, Wednesday here on WMAY. Uh, listen to, <laughs> I wake up early Wednesday mornings and I download the audio and I listen to it on double time. I uh, hear all the voices popping and uh, so I'm glad to have you on so I can kind of learn your voice because that's really how I uh, <laughs> uh, at least I'm able to pick out who's who's saying what. So uh, if indeed you do get on the, the council chambers, you'll uh, you'll likely be featured in the council roundup. So thanks for taking time with us this morning. Um, sure. I guess let's start with your background. Uh, who is Roy Williams Jr. and um, what qualifies you to be a, a member of the city council? Well, you know, um, uh, I was born and raised here in Springfield, Illinois. Uh, went through all the 186 schools, so I'm definitely a native. Uh, you know, been living here all my life. Left, uh, went to the military for a while. When I came back, I've always been involved. I uh, I'm a neighborhood association president of the Ernie Bankhead Neighborhood Association. It's located within Ward 3. Uh, so that's where I started doing a lot of the work. But the biggest part came from my leadership training and uh, growing through the ranks of Faith Coalition for the Common Good. I ended up being their uh, – I'm now currently serving as their president of Faith Coalition. And it's through that that I have uh, was able to uh, establish some really um, – deep relationships across the city in particular uh, from working on the issues that Faith Coalition deal with. So uh, it grew from there. And then eventually uh, we never knew uh, Senator Menard would be retired, but I mean, uh, resign and move up. But when he did, and then the aldermen moved up, of course, my neighborhood association, as well as members of Faith Coalition, asked me to put my credentials in to possibly make this happen. So your credentials put in, uh, Mayor Jim Langfelder nominating you to fill that vacancy created when uh, State Senator Doris Turner vacated the seat after the budget was passed. Uh, and uh, now it's going to be up to, I believe, the city council uh, to approve. Uh, what's your message to who could be your colleagues on the, uh, on the horseshoe? You know, I know several of them, and I've asked them uh, for their support. Uh, and I've been trying to locate a few that I haven't talked to yet. But it's just something that I think most of them are familiar with me from the work that I've been doing all along as a neighborhood association president or, again, as either through the Faith Coalition for the Common Good. I've had interactions with them all, and I'm just asking all of them to support me so we can get busy because there's a few things that I have on my mind that I'd like to see get addressed as, you know, the sitting alderman. We're talking with Roy Williams Jr. nominated to fill the vacancy of Ward 3 at the City of Springfield City Council. Uh, let's talk about some of those issues, Roy. Of course, we've seen um, an alarming trend over the past week and a half of uh, uh, several different shootings. Uh, some proved fatal. Uh, how do we get a hold of the violence uh, that's, uh, that seems to be happening uh, in, in Springfield? Even I saw one, what was that, Saturday morning on uh, uh, 6th and Ash at like 4 o'clock in the morning or something. Uh, what's happening here and how do we how do we best address those issues? Well, you know, uh, to my knowledge, you know, from talking to within the neighborhood, uh, I think a lot of it has to do with some gang violence that's going on or, or wannabe gang violence. Uh, some guys chasing each other around, shooting at each other. And it's not really all from Springfield here. And there's a Decatur factor uh, that just happened to chase down some people. So some of that may not even be uh, Springfield residents or Springfield people doing that. 
how we address it, I think, is we have to identify them and not only identify them, we have a lot of shootings, I think, and then we never hear anything else about it. But we need to really publicize what happens when someone is finally caught and prosecuted and show example of what happens and what the consequences are for participating in any kind of way with a shooting. I just think that's so key. And also uh, invest in trying to find out how are these young people getting a hold of these weapons. Roy Williams Jr. joining us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, when I asked the governor uh, recently, uh, you know, how how to address violence in Chicago and Springfield, uh, he talked about programs uh, and and how he thinks that there need to be more types of programs. I, what do you think uh, is is those types of programs that could be useful? Uh, and is it just programs, or do we need to have? You know, I've uh, even talking with uh, Alderman Sean Gregory, uh, you know, having opportunity, having uh, mentors, having uh, jobs that people can uh, can aspire towards. Uh, is it a combination of these things or how exactly do we get down to the nitty gritty and, and address what, what could be the main drivers here? Well, I definitely think it's twofolded there. So programs are good, but who are you doing the programs with? Now, if you're talking younger, younger kids, programs are great because you've turned you got their mind on something, you can give them goals to work toward and do things like that. But you also got to have some form of communicating with the guys that are doing the actual shooting right now. That's 17, 18, and 19-year-old. Uh, a program for a 12, 13, and 14-year-old uh, isn't affecting the shooting that's going on right now. So I think we got to attack it both ways. Catch them when they're young, work with them, change their minds and hearts. But then we do have this segment of them that are already – old enough and are already out here doing the shooting and that's who really needs to be addressed because those are the ones who are doing the current shooting uh we're experiencing this spike of violence i mean violence is it goes up and it goes down you know throughout the years and now we seem to be in a little spike and we just have to address that and jump right on it uh and and do a lot of communicating with the people who who know who's in the know we can assist the police in getting this stopped we're talking with Roy Williams Jr. here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. He is a nominee for filling the vacancy of Ward 3 at the Springfield City Council Chambers. Um, you know, one of the questions that uh, I would imagine uh, you know comes up as well, uh, even during you know, elections, though that you're not necessarily uh, part of an election here, so to speak, but how do we grow the city? How do we attract more business to the city? Uh, how do we attract more business to the east side of the city uh, or some of the areas that uh, have been uh, not as much of a focus of economic development what are the main things you think that the city needs to address to to be more uh, attractive for business development yeah for me and with uh, ward three and two as well it has to start with our appearance and, and the perception so we need to clean ourselves up we need to uh, 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 invest in some infrastructure and get some things cleaned up so people will feel like they want to come over here and shop they want to come over here and locate a business and build something build something up. But it starts with, you know, cleaning up popular place, cleaning up Pillsbury, uh, and, you know, get them leveled maybe and get them cleaned up and get them rebuilt. And then maybe we can attract, you know, some people to come over here that want to try to do something over here. We can go up and down South Grand and cook and get that cleaned up. So I think a lot of it has to do with, with our appearance and how we look, uh, I think a businessman would drive down there and go, well, I can't locate here, you know. But I think if we changed the appearance and, and made the infrastructure better over here, we could attract some people. So 
Uh, that plus getting rid of the violence, I think that's a, another key. People have to feel safe where they stop to do anything, eat, shop. You know, they want to feel safe. Uh, so we got to get stop all the behavior that is a turnoff to people who would be the customer. Well, and you talked you know, about you don't uh, want to drive up somebody's asking you for fifty cent or a dollar, and that ain't just on the east side. It's a but it's a lot of it, but it's everywhere throughout the city. Those kind of things are a turnoff, I think. So I think if we start with our appearance and and clean ourselves up a little bit, we could attract some people to come back over here as far as business. Then you talked about the the Pillsbury uh, plant location. Uh, you know, is that uh, is that take a, an effort of of increasing a, a fee somewhere to to get more money, or go to the the federal government to get more money? How do we address the the financing well, of cleaning up uh, a site like Pillsbury? Yeah, I, I think it's a little too big for the city to be honest. Uh, I would seek. Uh, federal authorities to come in and just take care of it. It's a huge brownfield or whatever you want to call it, environmental disaster. And it's going to take the state and federal level, I think, to get it done. You know, to get it done safely and get it down. Uh, And then I think it should be turned over to the city. But what's important to me is I think the people around it should have a lot of say in the decision-making when it's time to put something there. I don't think the city council or leaders should just decide for them, oh, here's what we're going to put there. I think we would have to work with the groups that are around that big time, uh, will be a big empty field then, and then together decide what's best to go there. And then once the community around it buys in, I just think it'll be more successful. But it starts with the feds coming in and getting that thing down for us, getting it cleaned up. Roy Williams Jr., one last thing here, of course, if you do get in uh, and your nomination uh, is approved by the city alderman, uh, you don't necessarily have to get, delve into the budget books and uh, prepare to vote on a budget because that's already been done for you. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, but one of the major things that did happen, and I'm seeing a lot of messaging uh, from all sides on this, is the uh, uh, more than a million dollars of cuts to the uh, city's fire department and the fire union coming out hard uh, with, with messaging on social media, targeting aldermen targeting news organizations uh saying that uh, you know they 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 worry they won't be able to respond properly if they have these cuts and and worrying about layoffs where do you stand on this uh, and as far as being able to balance um you know some services versus others because as we heard during the budget discussion public works has seen uh a a dramatic decline in the number of employees while uh police and fire have seen things pretty much level if not increase over the years how do we balance those uh those priorities well you know safety is very important to me and i definitely do not want to see layoffs so i think the best thing to do is to address it and see what's going on is this really a management problem i mean what are we doing? We're all in this together as a city. And, and just like you brought up the public works example, I think we all have to take our turn and, and, and pay our share. So if uh, everybody else is being cut and it's been a while since they've been cut, I, I, that wouldn't bother me as much, but I do not want to see layoffs. I just think we're in a time with this uh, uh, pandemic and, 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 you know, COVID and all this other stuff. And then the type of work that they in particular do, uh, it would be horrible to have the cuts that go on. So I just, I just don't want to see layoffs, but I would want to work with management and, and the mayor and try to figure out what else uh, we can do to assist them with what they have to work with while being fair with the rest of the city department. You know, because you hear them saying, we took our turn, we had our cuts, you know, that type of thing. So 
I guess the police too, for that matter, anything. But budgeting is just like that. But I just think we got to look at the big picture when we're dealing with um, budgets and things like that. And of course, layoffs is the last thing I want to see. Roy Williams Jr., greatly appreciate you taking the time this morning and running through all of these questions. So uh, sure. uh, we'll, no f- we'll follow what happens with the city council vote and uh, hope to bring you back on here in the near future, all right? No problem. Thank you.